0: This episode of the Kill by Kill podcast is brought to you by Paramount Pictures and their film, American Refugee. The bunker thriller American Refugee is now available on digital and on demand. In the midst of a societal collapse, the Taylor family's last chance at survival is a neighbor's bunker where their fate lies in the hands of a family patriarch. When tensions rise, Who can really be trusted? Buy or rent American Refugee and watch it today. American Refugee is unrated and brought to you by Paramount Pictures. It is a 10-block radius. This is the Kill by Kill podcast, but it's After Dark, where we talk about erotic thrillers, or in this case, one of the most unerotic thrillers i've ever witnessed with my own eyeballs and i've seen this movie before and i forgot how terrible it is but of course there's only one person that i trust that if we're in group therapy together she will make sure that i have a smokeless ashtray for me to smoke endlessly the one and only gina radcliffe how are you doing today gina
1: you know i i try to you come up with a wisecrack or something in reference to this movie and, and yeah. just sitting here with like my mouth just opening and closing.
0: There's so many places you could fucking go. Like the only person I trust to make a meal for me naked, <laughs> but then you don't even fucking eat it. Like there's this movie is in. It's just I'm trying not to. Here's the 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 trap of Color of Night. OK, because it deals with mental health, but it treats mental health and legitimate mental illness as if these people are zoo animals. Oh, Just- my
1: God. It's I had not. I didn't know you had seen this before. I have not. Somehow. Okay. Um I knew the twist in it going in. Um It's not well, hard to parse. One Even of if several, you get 5 minutes
0: of, in, you're going to fucking figure it out.
1: One of one of several absolutely ludicrous twists in this movie. <laughs> I, I I knew them all, but I I had not <laughs> seen it in its entirety and uh-huh. and now that I have I just watched it last night. Uh mm. I actually had our, our one of our favorite guests, Megan Sunday. She actually was staying with me this past weekend. Lovely. And so I subjected her to, to this movie, mostly because I had not had a chance to watch it <laughs> earlier in the week. Sure. <laughs> um so we were like, Well, what the hey? You're mm-hmm. here, you get a kick out of these movies, let's watch it. And we're just we we're both just absolutely stunned by, yeah. by by the end of the movie.
0: It's unbelievable just
1: blinking blinking white man gif all the way
0: (laughs) uh this is like hitchcock if he had had a major brain injury it thinks it's so fucking smart it thinks this is so sexy and it is and I, i will give it to every performer in this motion picture they are legitimately trying even bruce no, no, no 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 no
1: no 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 yes. I have to stop you there no yes. I, I, he's fucking terrible in
0: this I agree he's terrible but he is legitimately trying to not be terrible he he cry, like, so listen i can tell you the difference between bruce willis trying and bruce willis not trying and it's illustrated by die hard in both die hard and its sequel there are scenes in which bruce willis Cries over the emotion of how much death and destruction is happening around him and the possibility of losing his wife and his family. In here, he has a scene that requires him to be emotionally connected to actual events that occur on screen, and he manages to convey this. Like he is legit trying in this. He's not this. Unemotional. I will film any movie you have. Give me two million dollars and I'll go to Bulgaria. Like that's a different level. Well, of uh, Bruce if, we're ta- if
1: we're talking to, if we're talking comparing Bruce Willis then to Bruce Willis now, then yeah, but <laughs> but that's a low bar. But when you've got, like, Brad Dorf in your movie and Lance mm-hmm. Henriksen. Yes. And you've got somebody playing two different characters. Well, I guess three different characters. She really, might be playing five
0: different characters. We don't and see all the characters. You've
1: got uh, Kevin J. O'Connor, who's playing his usual hammy, creepy guy.
0: <laughs> yes.
1: And they are all, all of them, all of them are just, just tearing off chunks of scenery. You, mm-hmm. you. Yeah, you know, with their bare hands, and then you've got Bruce over here just sort of simmering, and, he, and he's <laughs> and he's got that one like manly tear, and yeah, I, I appreciate that he's able to cry on cue. That's a yeah. that's a hard thing to do, particularly for 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 male actors. Fine, I will give you that, but but I mean, he's just not. Oh, let I mean, Ruben Blades just just oh. who's who thinks he's in another movie entirely.
0: I, you know what? I think Ruben Blades is in this movie, and this movie has asked every single participant to go to 11 and then times to it. It's just everyone is asked to be at the height of their mania all the time the camera is pointed at them. So in essence, like... There are very few people in this movie who are not acting to the Reuben Blades level. like Eric LaSalle kind of floats through this movie. <laughs> he's he like delivers of dialogue and he's out um but everyone else is is really trying to match the Kevin J O'Connor, Brad Dorf, Lance Henriksen energy. Like Leslie and Warren. Oh my is
1: God! On, <laughs> Leslie had <on>, Warren. <laughs> oh! <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? Are you, are you are you putting your hand between my legs? <laughs> oh, no! <what's>
0: <laughs> <laughs> Like if this is sexual assign, uh, excitement, oh, I never experienced it. I guess <laughs> because oh, if boy. I, it is fucking <laughs> wild what she's trying to pull off in this movie, and th- it, this is what the movie is asking every single one of these people to do. Like I, I think well, I might. It's,
1: it's one of those movies where mm-hmm. you a character is introduced who is just walking sex like like the minute people see them they're right. just like you know a text to avery wolf just you know the tongue rolling out and yeah. and oh my god i i don't i've never met anybody like this before and boners
0: and lady boners just boner, just
1: you know making you question everything you've ever known about mm-hmm. love and sex and and you know and, and it makes you do weird things like narrating when the person walks into the window. <laughs> oh
0: See, no one can pull this off. Uh, oh, th- th- if this was my Dustin God. Hoffman, if this was Lawrence Olivier, there's just no one who can pull just off. This- the the, Mike, the this
1: Mike Hammer and then she floated into the room like in real an time angel, like an angel on <laughs> on gossamer wings and
0: floating as <laughs> if her legs are not touching the ground. Like, if you met somebody like this? You're like, knock it the fuck and, off!
1: And they all, you know, the twist in this is when all these people are talking about this character. Yeah, they're all talking about the same person. Yes, and and this person is just has such a powerful grip on them that they all lose their fucking minds. Like how like does she almost have time literally. in the week,
0: Gina? I, I how does she know. have time in the week?
1: And also the big question, how old is this girl supposed to be? Because uh, boy, they are real cagey with that.
0: Yes. That everyone says, Oh, too young for She's me.
1: Very young looking. Very young, week, week, young week. enough
0: to pass as a teenage boy. So and
1: and, when, and you note that when they mention how old Richie is, they never mention how old she is. Yeah. in, 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 right. in contrast to, well, is he your younger brother? I hope because <laughs> I'm kind of thinking they were actually supposed to be twins, which would make her sixteen.
0: Yeah, that's well, first but, off. But yeah, Jane they, March, they not sixteen. She does not well, look sixteen.
1: Well, no, but no, she's. Nineteen, which is still pretty, pretty young. She's nineteen in this motion picture. She is nineteen when she Holy made this movie. Holy fuck!
0: This is a crime. And there, and there We're are some, a crime.
1: There are some scenes where she looks pretty young. Yes, but also, you know, not too. Do body shame anyone? And as someone who has very weird teeth, I feel like I could say this: <laughs> sure. she's got some weird shoppers. and, and
0: they're distinctive. The, the you could you could place them in a the crowd. Like the, once you see Richie with those teeth, anyone else with that those teeth in that mouth, you would go Richie because she has a,
1: she has a very small face, very mm-hmm. large teeth.
0: At one point, she gives serious love that Joker vibes.
1: Yeah, and and the fact that nobody recognizes her because she has glasses and a short hair wig on.
0: Oh, yeah. No, like it doesn't matter if she's a fucking redhead. You would you would figure her out in a goddamn crowd. Like there's just no way you would look at that and go, that's a totally different person.
1: Yeah, she she runs out of Leslie Ann Warren's house at one point with this long red wig on. Bruce Willis looks right at her, does not recognize her straight
0: up the pipe and goes, no. Someone just left your house. You mean the 19-year-old you're currently having sex with and giving therapy to in a short wig? Come the fuck on! So many,
1: so many rules, so many laws being broken. So many, uh, you, you know, ethical rules being broken here. I, this is the thing. You're killing me here, Patrick, by making by by <laughs> by, by making us limit this to under an hour because you can't. There's so much going on. You're like you could do a minute by minute breakdown of this movie. You, you could do you could. you could do an episode just on how many times the fil- the director uses a split diopter. Yeah. But also uses it wrong. You can. <laughs> right. There's this scene. They have this scene. Bruce Willis and Jane March where they have dinner together, and <laughs> yeah. rather than because obviously they are not. They, they film these scenes separately from each other. And that's why they did it this way. There is never a shot of them together in frame sitting at the table. Instead, they go back and forth to... He is shot way close up. Yes. yes. And she is shot yes. kind of at an angle and soft lit, even though she's 19. she, right. she, she, she It looks like they, they, they're trying to make sure she doesn't have any wrinkles. Like she does not have any wrinkles. Stop it! Yeah,
0: right, right,
1: right. When you see him looking at her, she is also shot in a split diopter that makes it look like she's actually sitting behind him.
0: Well, yeah, because she's in a mirror because everything is a reflection. Because they
1: are actually sitting at a table across from each other. Yeah, and and this is there's there's a split diopter shot in which four people are in the shot. (laughs) (laughs) That's not how you do that that is a shot made famous for donnelly and alfred hitchcock movies and brian de palma movies which Mm -hmm. this movie is desperately trying to be
0: oh desperately Um, with every just clawing onto it with every single fingernail it has at its disposal in order to be even remotely considered a thriller on that level and it it simply is it, it is uh fantasy This movie is a crazy fantasy of someone. It is.
1: It is is a fantasy written by someone who has a lot of beef against the psychiatric industry.
0: (laughs) Oh, my God. Yes. Hell, (laughs) And and
1: yet also at the same time, the mentally ill as well.
0: Yes. Well, they're jerks. And so are the people trying to treat them. No, no,
1: they're not jerks. They're daffodils, which is is definitely (sighs) an expression I have never heard. Yeah, you know, but it, it, this
0: movie it, it, tries to make like they're literally making fetch happen. Yeah, they're they're, they're trying daffodils.
1: to make daffodil happen as a as a, <laughs> as a disparaging term for the mentally ill.
0: So I'm going to propose something in terms of this movie, and I I want to see if you um, are okay with it. I believe that this is the erotic thriller version of Predator.
1: Okay, I'll this know.
0: movie is Predator. It is. It contains a, a creature that cannot be real, um, who is able to mimic other human-like people and fool them and murder them one by one. <laughs> and
1: I, you know, I, everyone I, I is that.
0: acting at eleven.
1: If anybody, you know, if, if there was suddenly a scene where where Arnold Schwarzenegger has sex in a pool with the Predator, <laughs> uh, sure, yeah. why not? Well, see, actually, this is we should have actually ended this this. Uh, this season on this, because to me, this is the, your erotic thriller. This is yeah. the, the, because it's got a therapist, which we've, we've not covered a movie that involves a, a, a psychiatrist or a therapist, you know, getting involved with a patient. Uh, not, it's got, not
0: getting involved with a patient, although Dream Warriors it does have some of not those rom- Not
1: romantically.
0: No, no, no um, not
1: more a little probably, probably a little more personally than they should have, but not romantically.
0: Sure, yes.
1: You've got um, a a glaring age difference in the <laughs> in the male and female leads. Yeah, uh, you've got impossibly athletic sex. Uh you've and got so
0: much of it. Like you've got, at, oh yeah, like, 10 this, minutes of this shit is a lot to take.
1: Yeah, so far this might be the longest and least sexy sex scene we've we've covered. And you know, surprising no one perhaps Maxim chose us the sexiest movie, sexiest scene in film history. Oh. Not not that year, not that month, not the 90s. All of film, and we'll, we'll get who to that. Who are in a these minute.
0: people, and when will they be brought up on charges? Because <laughs> listen, Jane March, obviously a, a lovely woman um, at nineteen. You know, <laughs> like, you know, who whose body does you don't want you. You know, this is the if you're as my friend once said, who did a nude scene in the movie. Uh, she said, like if you're gonna do it, why not do it when you look great? Right. So, congrats to her; she looks great. But she has zero chemistry with Bruce Willis. Nope. The camera is all over the fucking places. Richard Rush is treating every moment in this movie like a stunt sequence, which makes sense for the guy who directed Freebie and the Bean, one of the most casually racist films I've ever seen in my life, and The Stuntman, in which he was, I believe, nominated for a motherfucking Oscar for, (laughs) and then didn't work for 14 years until this movie.
1: You've got a, you've got uh split personalities, which is yes. you, people, which, you know, that's the neurotic thrillers love that. Love oh it.
0: yes. Yeah.
1: You, you've, you've got, uh, you've got teasing a lesbian love scene, but not actually having the, the guts to go through with it.
0: Two um, years after basic instinct, they cannot pull the fucking trigger on this. Meanwhile, bound is like, no, we're going to make the whole movie about that. And is infinitely better in every single
1: way. You got the the you know the sexy lady is the red herring actually as it turns out, mm-hmm. and then you've got a a bizarrely romantic song playing over the end
0: credits. Oh my god, the amount of inappropriate saxophone, and then that le- that lesbian, or I wouldn't even call it a, a lesbian scene because. It won't commit to the actual idea that two women would find each other attractive. Well, which it's is also, fucking gross,
1: right? And you've got like Leslie Ann Warren, whose character is supposed to be a nymphomaniac, which let us clarify, not a thing. <laughs> um, who is absolutely she's not like you know repulsed by it, but she's all a twitter. That she's got this this you know very young very attractive woman you know you up her ass almost literally Uh, (laughs) not nearly
0: enough for my taste um, waka (laughs) waka
1: and then she's at the she's at her therapy appointment she's like oh well you know I just wish she was a guy and it's like. Honey, you're bisexual. It's okay. It's you
0: fine. Know? <laughs> you're, you're fine. Like no one fucking cares.
1: You know, you're like uh, you're like fifty years old. God bless you. You're discovering something like this about yourself. So not late in life, but you know, if, you know, at a time where people really think that part of their lives is starting to you know dry up a little bit. You know, right. I mean. You know, that's actually a wonderful thing. Go with it. You know, what I mean, but she's like, oh, everything's great. I I really have feelings for this this person. And she's really into me and yeah, you know, wants to sleep with me. And they come the greatest things in sliced bread. But I really wish she had a penis. <laughs> well, that could be a rage too. Yes. All you have to do is go to a store.
0: Yeah. It's this is not this is not the 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 impossible uh blockade that you think it is like it is a lack of imagination here uh that oh my god this movie is so fucking stupid
1: but again they just it it is as it's so weird that it is you know restrained in that area because Mm -hmm. there's so much else going on in this movie you have a movie that you at the opens with some with was shot at a dutch angle (laughs) <laughs> which which is never used again in the in the rest of the movie. But I guess you really need to telegraph that the the the, the character the movie opens on is deeply disturbed. You yeah, know, which anybody I, it, can guess because this actress always plays a deeply disturbed person. Except in
0: Roadhouse. In Roadhouse, she's fucking delightful and she That's has true. zero
1: problems. That's true.
0: The problem is she desperately (laughs) wants to sleep with the lead actor and you can tell, and you're kind of like, yeah, I think everyone in that movie wants to sleep with him. Yeah. The lead actor who's a
1: therapist who laughs at her. Yes. When she is obviously in deep distress.
0: They sound like an old married couple, not a professional relationship. This is very fucking odd.
1: Well, there's, well, there's, the, nobody knows how therapy works. See, here's my, my, I think my biggest problem with mm-hmm. ha- you know, one of the things you just kind of have to accept about this movie, and, and I have some questions about Los Angeles for you. Uh, oh, I'll, it, I'll yes. get to that in a moment. Number mm-hmm. one, uh, I, I'm not going to dig deep into you know whatever you need to do to you know deal with personal issues, but if one were to say need group therapy. Is there only one in the entire one group therapy session in the entire city of Los Angeles available on a
0: Monday yes and it's very hard to get into
1: <laughs> because I I again I'm not uh, indulged in group therapy. I am pretty sure however that you are not going to throw in a person with uh, obsessive-compulsive disorder uh, a person with anger management issues yeah uh, a person uh, with dymphomania, not mm-hmm. a thing with the um, side of
0: kleptomania And with kleptomania
1: uh whatever the hell is supposed to be wrong with casey the artist and
0: he's played te- by kevin j o'connor that's that's enough. yeah that's, that's his all problem you need to right know. there
1: and a teenager with gender identity issues
0: yeah you're not and going Bondi to put them morphine.
1: all and the rest of these people are all in their late 30s 40s 50s <sighs> you're not going to put them all in the same group therapy together those are all individual problems who yeah. require therapists that specialize in those problems to be in group therapy sessions with people who have those same problems? Yeah, and the best I can tell is that Scott Bakula, who is a you know, who who is a walking smirk in a suit,
0: um, the boxiest suit I've ever seen in my life. It's it, it almost uh uh gets to the point where it's like a walking rectangle. He
1: he is you know, monitoring this group therapy session, which seems to consist of everybody constantly insulting and screaming at each other, which I I, I don't know how that helps. And apparently this has been going on for about four years. (laughs) And at one point,
0: any of them do anything,
1: the, the, the the reasoning for why a, a character ultimately, Decides to disguise themselves and start separate relationships with all of these other people, is because I love them. They were like a family, and I'm like mm-hmm. the one that you know constantly makes fun of you for for, you know, you know because they think you're gay when they're you're not because they don't understand what being transgender what yeah. means. That's your your family that you would go to these. Absolutely ludicrous means to keep them together your yep. your best your best plan to keep them together is to all sleep with them each of them individually I mean I, I where I, do you I, have
0: I, time in the fucking week Gina
1: I I don't get that and th- this person that these people are all seeing maybe once a week at best are like my god this is the most amazing person I've ever met in my entire life <laughs> Okay, my next question about the city of Los Angeles. Sure. Please explain Scott Bakula's house. Um, That's the ugliest thing I've Ugh. ever seen with my own eyes. Ugly in, outside and even uglier inside.
0: Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Please please Um,
1: explain the baby footprints on the wall. (laughs) Like, remember, remember when when Ollie was born and they put the little, they put the little feety prints in his book. And it's so, so cute. And have, have you ever heard of anybody getting those blown up and mounting them on a wall?
0: No, I can't. And the the art in this movie is constantly discussed as if this is great. Like oh people my god. are picking up statues, they're admiring it on the wall. And, and, and oh my point, god! Bruce, look at your house. At
1: one point, Bruce Willis is there. Is like I don't see much of a woman's touch here. And yeah. it's like I don't see much of anybody's touch here. This is terrible. <laughs> very
0: antiseptic. Uh, there is this. There was this sh- very short and intense period of time where the idea of living in a white box—oh
1: my god, uh, quite
0: literally a box—he's—he's
1: he's got was he's, a thing. It's surrounded by this gate that looks like he's going to a—he's going to fucking penitentiary,
0: <laughs> right?
1: Do you have a security gate around your house?
0: I mean, I do have a wall around my house. The 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 thing about these houses that I I happen to live in is the architect. Uh, made it uh, a deal with the city that you could enclose it entirely because the idea is you could live outside as much as you lived inside because of the weather here. But That being said, I do not have an enclosing, a, a, an automatic gate as my front with like, fucking door. With
1: like spikes on top of it. I know.
0: <laughs> like, Jesus Christ.
1: Like he lives in a gulag or something.
0: Not since Death Spa have I seen a dwelling as dangerous and formidable as the place that Scott Bakula is living in until his untimely end. Yeah. The
1: house that he's, he, well, he's not murdered in the house. He's murdered in his office, but, but right. the house he's living in that after he's murdered, Bruce Willis just moves right on in.
0: How does this fucking work?
1: <laughs> well, no, also, like also the nobody, estate
0: is like, we got to sell this fucking house. I've like, no, well, kind nobody of seems, moved in. I, we were best friends in college.
1: Nobody seems to, yeah. Best friends in college that he didn't know he had a book published. <laughs> and apparently this this book was such a massive a massive bestseller that he was able to buy this hideous fucking house. But, like, also, like, (laughs) nobody has any family. Like, like, uh, 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 Rose, slash Richie, slash Bonnie slash whoever. Then all they have is this crazy brother who's taking care of them. Uh, uh, Dr. Bob, who is Scott Banco's character. He doesn't have any family, so it's all left to his good pal Bill, who sees with hatred in his presence. But
0: his ex-wife is still fucking alive. Like, wouldn't she have some claim over this yeah, it's the, just
1: nobody you know the house is just his now i guess it's his he just moved yeah, right he's in got
0: squatters rights to both his house <laughs> and his fucking car which he manages over the course of the movie to destroy <laughs> <laughs> oh my god uh,
1: my, my my uh my third question uh, about yes. the city of los angeles right is uh have you ever had any just casual meetings mm. at uh famed heavy metal nightclub the whiskey
0: um, I have, I have had various <laughs> meetings at the whiskey. You have? I have. I, I genuinely have. Um, <laughs> I, I, will say my my biggest connection to the whiskey is that, uh, when they launched the television show Arrow, um, they had a giant billboard with physical arrows sticking out of it that had our tagline on it. So we went across the street and uh it wasn't the W hotel, but it, it's a different like hoity toity hotel with a rooftop pool. And we took pictures of the whiskey with the arrow <laughs> billboard with our tag <laughs> line on it. From there, I have gone to the whiskey several times. Uh, I I was uh, surprised that Spoon had a female bassist for a while. Um, I don't know if that's the actual band Spoon or the, or Richard Rush thought that was a hilarious joke that a band would call themselves Spoon. Um, So yes, the geography of how Los Angeles works here is insane. Like apparently Uh, You know, Scott Bakula's house looks to be in either Malibu or the Pacific Palisades, but it's like a moment's drive to Century City, which is where his office is. But also his house is very close to the top of Hollywood because there's a there's a second car chase that happens near there. Just no Los Angeles just has a shifting dimensional uh, gateway everywhere
1: oh my god and of course like that the house is filled with with glass glass bricks but they also have this like kind of just random thing of glass bricks as a sculpture
0: yes which is used many times to to,
1: to artsy effect because (laughs) at one point like you know there's like multiple bruce Wills is looking through it
0: but there aren't multiple Bruce Willis's in it. And if at one point they at least had put Rose in there, it would make fucking right. sense. I mean, but I mean, course obviously, they don't do that.
1: Obviously, yeah, that's supposed to be a, a, a you know, telegraphing, you know, you've got, you know, multiple images here. Yes. But, oh my God. I, I can't even begin to describe this plot because again, we, we would be here and, until, you know st swithin's day it's just yeah you know, no we the the
0: 2022 would occur by the time we were done parsing out. Quick-
1: ha- you would have to lift your beard off of your off of your keyboard <laughs> to to turn it off
0: um i have a new york question for you yes while we're talking uh cities so, um, the beginning of the movie, uh, Kathleen Wilholt um, decides to yeet herself out of Bruce Willis's psychiatry office. Um, but I guess his office is on the International Space Station, considering how long <laughs> it takes her a, to hit I the think ground. She's on the
1: top of the World Trade Center. <laughs> oh
0: my God. She's like a flying fucking squirrel. Off I mean, of she's this. Like, she
1: looks like she got to, she's about to sprout wings at one point. You just <laughs> expect that. Oh, speaking of sprouting wings, what did you think of the weird cutaway to hang gliders? (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. Has has a really good orgasm ever made you think of hang gliding? Because I can't say I've ever, ever had that experience myself.
0: Oh, uh, I know if, if, if someone didn't know what sex was and they're like, I'm going to show you like if someone had read a ma- that Maxim magazine, like, well, there's no better way to learn what sex is than watching color of night. And then you're like, wait a second. Sex involves remote control tanks in the bathtub." Oh my
1: God. And okay. the
0: improv from Bruce Willis is. Hmm. Choice.
1: <laughs> I feel like the only reason that scene exists is because they looked at the dailies from the pool sex scene <laughs> and thought, mm, not in a full frontal one, Jane. Let's do another one.
0: No, I mean, listen, we also have the shower sex scene, which goes on far too long, but...
1: Yeah, I, lots I've, of lots of sex and water, which again, kill by yeah. kill does not endorse that. You should no. not try that.
0: Do not. No, you it should is, also try.
1: You should also not try making out underwater because that's good. To...
0: I know this movie seems to imply that she uh, at one point gives him a blowjob underwater, does she have, which...
1: does she have gills? <laughs> it's the only thing she doesn't have, Gina. She has everything else. Because you like uh, if you were to attempt to kiss someone. Underwater with an open mouth, you, you know one or both of you is going to come out of that water choking and gasping. Yes, it's not sexy.
0: No, no. nothing about this movie is no. fucking sexy. No, and
1: also you know it's not sexy. It's Bruce what? Willis' sex yell. is sex groan at the end. Ugh. <laughs>
0: Ugh. <laughs> Uh, on top of it, I mean the the thing that I, I only caught this time because it was my second time watching the movie is that Jane March is forced to have an or, or an orgasm. I guess is that that's her version of it, with her face pushed up against a bedpost that also no, is made out of face. wood of her face. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me?
1: Well, the thing is, yo know, again. Um, um, I would say that that she and Leslie Ann Warren have way more chemistry. I mean, oh, if, you, yeah. if you get past, you know, Leslie Ann Warren, <laughs> Leslie Ann Warren's being, constant
0: sex giggles, being
1: all a twitter that this, you know, yeah, you know, this person, this this female will be attracted to her is, you know, th- they have zero chemistry, and and that's. Yeah, that's going to be a, a, a bell we're going to continue ringing <laughs> through this endeavor because, you, you know, again, people are having chemistry with the wrong people in these movies. Yeah. Like, okay, nobody had chemistry with each other in Strip to Kill, fine, but but <laughs> like- Single white, I female. think Norman
0: fell and counting money at the table, he seemed to have a very intimate relationship.
1: That's true, that. and Norm, you know, Norman fell at his cigars, there was a lot of <laughs> yeah. you know, genuine love and affection for that. But, like, single white female, all of the truly interesting tension was between Bridget Fonda, and Jennifer, Jason Lee. Yeah, uh, what was the one we did before that?
0: Oh my god. <sighs> I, I was unaware that there would be a quiz um happening.
1: <laughs> will see. Well, um, well, I'll just leave it at that example. But but generally speaking, um when you have you know an erotic thriller, you just sort of have these characters sort of, you know, like a small child pushing two dolls together and be like, now kiss. <laughs> where, <right. laughs> where where you know you are told that these people are really into each other. Rather than shown, and and here that is particularly egregious. Well, they, they're uh,
0: attractive. Like Bruce Willis is, you know, at sort of a prime nineties attractiveness level. I, like, I could
1: do without, you know, I could do without the tan lines. He's he's he, he's got a very. It's like you know, you got tan, 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 glowing white ass. Yeah. <laughs> and, it's like, and it's like Bruce, Bruce, baby, come on. You,
0: you, you knew you were going to be nude You could new, do, in this.
1: you could do a a a, a full tanning. You yeah. know, I mean just just get in there bare butt. Nothing's gonna happen. It just <laughs> you know, or just have someone spray you down with something. Just just sure, yes. the yeah. glowing white butt's a little too copper tone ad for me. I could I could yeah. I could I could do without it. But yeah, yeah, he looked good. She looked good. You know, the saxophone music tells us there's an immediate attraction when she shows up. Yes. Thank, thank you very much, Saxophone, You can tell.
0: <laughs> saxophone is happening. The sexiest but, of instruments. <laughs>
1: but they have this very awkward dinner together in, in a hotel restaurant like they're 75 years old and going for the early bird special. And again, the, I'm sorry, I, I lied. I have another question about Los Angeles. Sure. You do have restaurants there, don't you? Oh,
0: yes. Lots of restaurants. Legitimately, a very good. I mean, there, i are presumably never in, in my wildest dreams. Go, you know what we need to do is have a meal in a rest in in a hotel that is legitimately a no go for me.
1: Yeah, I mean, I mean, presumably there are restaurants you could take someone specifically if you're looking to fuck them afterward. Right. I mean, you know, come on, you don't take them to 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 the Hyatt. For, for dinner. <laughs> you know, maybe, maybe take you to that, you know, that that bre- that omelet buffet or something. But anyway, right. so so he inexplicably takes her to a restaurant at a hotel. They have this very awkward dinner where yeah. he's trying to talk about his hysterical blindness or whatever the fuck he's supposed to have. And yeah. she's like, she's, eh, so what color's my lipstick? And then she drops the lipstick in a glass. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm like, like, is this flirting?
0: I don't know. And this then, movie's the, relationship and, to lipstick is very crazy. And
1: then the next, and then the next time, and then they leave the, they walk out of the lobby and he just yanks her behind a pillar and starts taking her clothes off. Oh my god. And and you know, it's like because it's sizzling, you know, the, the heat. He
0: can't help himself.
1: So much heat between the two of them. <laughs> <laughs> and then she's like, no, I don't think you're gonna do that.
0: <laughs> I will say. The one the the thing that, te- that that is a big tease in this movie that you think, oh my God, if this if this happens, like this is gonna be so cool. And that is knife glove, metallic knife glove, where it's like almost a wolverine.
1: Right, 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 right uh and yeah the the, the 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 let me let me just go back backtrack a little bit the hysterical sure. boy there was a tear for where it's probably made up but but so after bruce will sees this this patient kill herself he is so traumatized by it that that he no longer can see the color red yeah not any other color just the color red
0: just the color red
1: but so yo what does that mean
0: he can't recognize
1: danger. Yeah. <laughs> is, I you know what? I I I raw this movie's great.
0: Yeah, it's perfect. On on the page, like I'm sure they pushed away from the desk. They're like, fuck through the page in the air, yes. like Stephen J. Cannell, and they're like, we done did it, everybody. <laughs> her name is Rose, and he can't see red, so he can't see what's wrong. He can't see the real her. Oh, fuck. Give me a goddamn break. She has a fucking tattoo with the name Rose on it, and no one fucking knows notices this? <laughs> Jesus Christ.
1: I love that Scott Bakula has his secret photo album.
0: He, secret photo album. Where he just That's, has,
1: like, nudes of his ladies. Yeah,
0: nudes of his ex-wife and nudes of... <laughs>
1: Also, but why, is he, new- why is he hiding them in his own house?
0: I don't know. Who is he hiding them from? Nobody
1: lives there. Just have that uh, shit laid out, know.
0: man. <laughs> He's hiding a completely separate photo at work. Um, <laughs> the Oh, my God. Not only does this movie have egregious saxophone, but a, a metric ton of Casio farts. <laughs> And then the audacity in the quote-unquote lesbian sex scene to have harmonica, electric
1: (laughs) harmonica.
0: Like, what does that mean? Is that, is that, please, uh, our our LGBTQ uh, plus audience, reach out to us. Let us know, is sex to heterosexuals as harmonica? (gasps) via Casio, is to lesbians. I I wouldn't know. And usually I would do my own research and I wouldn't reach out to, to you otherwise, but I am baffled and I, I desperately need your help.
1: I feel like we don't really need to explain the twist because this movie, it, did, it didn't do very well at the box office, but I think that the twist and it became notorious for yes. just how weird and how implausible... And how, like, a, to be fair, like a lot of movies, how you know, much of a lack of understanding of how multiple personality disorder works, mm-hmm. um, where apparently you could just force someone into <laughs> developing it within, like, a year or two.
0: Which... It's sleepaway camp syndrome. We have, like, a sleepaway camp sitch happening right, here. right. Um, Um,
1: you've got this, but not
0: handled as well. That's right. Sleepaway camp is better at this than color of night, which is terrible. Like it's weird how the threads are getting pulled here. So we have a, a, a movie that doesn't understand multiple personalities or hysterical mania. So this and Jade are connected. And then you also have gender dysmorphia and you don't understand multiple personalities and we're connected at, and we're connected to strip to kill the only movie that is currently an outlier is single white female N- note, the only good movie we've covered.
1: <laughs> well, we knew, we knew this was going to be rough sailing. That's why we're going to, that's why we're going to finish up with, with fatal attraction. Cause that, that might be the best of the bunch in this. Right. It, yes. And you know why fatal attraction works? Because you actually believe that Michael Douglas and Glenn Close want to fuck each other.
0: Yes, yes, you can believe that he looks at her. I mean, I think I, I Michael Douglas know, could he, look at a lamppost and go, oh, "I'm gonna fuck that." That I believe,
1: <laughs> but
0: also Glenn Close is hot as hell in that movie. And right, and it
1: was a real like different kind of role for her because she always yes. had these kind of very prim I and mean, she still does mostly play a lot of prim and proper type of characters. And this was considered a real. Stretched a, a lot of people didn't think so she could pull off, and she did it really well.
0: Very well, yes. Um. So yeah. Uh, <laughs> I mean,
1: I, I, did you try to? I, I, you can't really sum it up in a sentence, but I will. I will do my best. So. Mm-hmm. All credit to, to Jane March. I don't really... She her. She married the the producer of this movie, I think.
0: Are and, you serious?
1: Well, uh, he was involved in it in some way, and he kind of killed her career because... I can believe that. She was offered a lot of work after this, but he mm-hmm. insisted that she couldn't take the part unless he was given an executive producer part in it. Oh, my. Uh, so she's not done much of note since this. Uh, she's, when she plays Richie, she's not bad. She's, she's, yeah. I mean, you could tell it's her, but yeah. she does this whole sort of stuttering teen act pretty good. It, it's not terrible. She's actually less believable as a sort of like fragile, you know, oh, I i miss this you delicate little girl. I need this big man to protect me with his penis thing. And, and, you know, and, and, She's not very good in the scenes with Leslie Anne Warren. Like, they do actually seem to have genuine chemistry. Mm-hmm. But okay, so Richie is this teenage quote unquote boy. Mm. Uh, <laughs> uh, I really like it
0: when you say boy that way. <laughs>
1: that's that's uh, that's uh, that's that's actually Rose, and yeah. this is all some sort of thing. I, I don't know if it's a revenge plot or they, they have this other Rose and this other character, that was Dale
0: Dale. Yeah.
1: Dale is her brother. They had another brother who was the real Richie, um, uh, who committed suicide at a very young age after being sexually abused by his therapist, a character who has nothing to do with the rest of the movie. We don't even meet him. He's already dead at this point. Yes. Um, and this melts Dale's brain so much that he forces Rose to essentially become Richie. Yeah. Uh, again, I don't know what the the if there's a long game involved in this or. This is just some sort of weird way Dale deals with his grief over, over Richie's death. Again, nobody has any parents. Nobody has any family. You know, yeah. you know R- Rosendale don't seem to have any parents. Dr. Bob has no family. N- nobody has any family. The only time anybody the, the, the entire
0: cast is full of characters who have who previously exited a Disney film. Parents are dead,
1: right? The only the only time anybody mentions a family is Lance Henriksen, and they've been murdered. Yeah. <laughs> um, did you get that weird? Because apparently, like the theatrical version did not have that weird twist with him and Reuben Blades. Like they both slept with the same woman or something like that. And,
0: and no, the, I I remember that being in the theatrical wasn't, version. You
1: saw this in a theater.
0: I saw I, this
1: was at a time in life where I saw everything in even the Even I didn't see this in the theater, Patrick. And well, I movies, was, movie tickets cost six dollars.
0: <laughs> you would just go, and you wouldn't even know what you were going to see until you got there. And like, oh, it's three o'clock, time to see Waterworld. I <laughs> hadn't planned to do it, but you know what? Time to see it. Well, so, I hope yeah. you got,
1: I hope you got those six dollars
0: back. This is the same fucking fall that that Pulp Fiction comes. Yeah, that's
1: out. see, that's probably what I saw instead of this because I saw Pulp Fiction like five times.
0: Yes, but this and The Specialist, uh, I, they all kind of came out. <laughs> I don't know why The Specialist in particular.
1: I, I'm I'd not be- I'm, I'm not done explaining this twist. Oh, yet. no, no.
0: But far from uh, me. Please continue.
1: So Richie, Rose, as Richie, I guess, gets into some sort of unspecified trouble with drugs. Now, again, the movie plays a little bit fast and loose, not surprisingly. It plays everything fast and loose mm-hmm. with either Rose is aware of this other person, this is this, this of herself when she's playing Richie or she's not right. at goes, the end
0: of it. It seems to be some sort of, she phases into different personalities, whereas the rest of the movie seems to portray this as she's, a coping she's, mechanism. She,
1: she's right. She's conscious of the fact that she is pretending to be someone named Richie.
0: Yeah.
1: Um. And so as Richie, she is, she's gotten to some sort of trouble and is court order to go to therapy with Doctor Bob, and so why they why they go through with this rather than you know skip in town or or you know whatever and Dale just goes ahead and lets Richie go into therapy, which well, seems, Dale
0: has a thriving furniture business, which, which,
1: which sort of seems counterproductive to forcing someone to develop a second personality. Yeah, and then apparently. Rose, as herself, has gotten so attached to these people she meets in therapy, and Dr. Bob, that she develops a third personality named Bonnie mm-hmm. and starts separate romantic and slash sexual relationships with all of these characters.
0: Yes. but In as very specific ways to their you know mental health issues.
1: but as as to Bruce Willis's character Dr Bill Dr Bill Dr. Bob Dr. Bob Dr Bill <laughs> she is presenting herself as herself yeah now I it is unclear to me if she is was Rose or Bonnie to Dr. Bob because we never see them together on the screen yeah but so she is kind of juggling at least three different personalities. To sort of, you know, remain in this circle with these, all of these people together. Yeah. And then I, why does Dale decide he has to kill Dr. Bob? I, I've already forgotten that part.
0: Uh, he wants, he wa- because oh the, because he's afraid the, that Dr. the therapy Bob's is court ha- ordered and Bob will not release um, Richie from therapy
1: and he's also afraid that eventually bob is going to figure out that richie is actually rose the woman and or body the woman he is sleeping with
0: bob after death should still be brought up on charges for not recognizing that the person he's sleeping with the 19 year old he's sleeping with and the teenage boy in his monday group are the same fucking person but okay
1: yeah, they just really just sort of, like, brush off, like, it just ends, like, like, like after, like, like, Dale is, you know, revealed to be the the true killer, not that the movie ever really makes it seem like it could be Rose, that they don't do a very good job of, of, of you know, setting, cool, because at one point they decide they're going to try to make, you know, this movie's all red herrings, there's, like, six different red herrings, um, yeah, the, the movie just ends, like there's, there's no, you've got like, you know, again, Ruben Blades sort of playing an almost comic relief type character.
0: I guess no, so. I mean, at one he's, point he's, he shouts, doesn't anyone know the license plates numbers? He, he he's, it- he's
1: been literally nailed to a wall and he's still <laughs> wisecracking about daffodils at the end of the movie.
0: Oh, my I mean, God. any other w- person
1: would have passed out from plate from pain and blood loss. And he's still hey get me down from here. (laughs) (laughs) Come
0: on, bring me a band aid. Uh, You have been you have multiple nails in your hands and fingers.
1: You have been literally crucified. (laughs) You've been
0: crucified on a piece of wood. Meanwhile, Bruce Willis is pulling some fucking diehard bullshit, swinging on chains to catch Jane March in mid fall. I mean, it does explain like. At one point, I think you and Megan had reached out like, why are there car chases in this? And it's because Richard Rush is a stunt aficionado. Like, Freebie <laughs> and the Bean is oh, I love if you better, to the if you, brim with a million stunts. And obviously, so is the stunt man. So when he comes to the table, like, you're going to have dozens of these crazy wild stunt sequences that have shit all to do with the erotic thriller this is supposed to be.
1: If you haven't read... um Roger Ebert's review of this. Uh, It's, of course, very funny. Um, (laughs) He goes almost a full paragraph on this absolutely inane uh, uh, scene in which the person uh, driving this car, which presumably it's Dale... Yeah. Uh, who disguises his voice even though he's got a very generic young white guy voice?
0: Yeah, two years before Scream, someone is changing and, their and voice, but instead a, of a cool older a baby, man, it's, it's, a a baby. <laughs> it's a baby voice. It's like, a baby voice. And he thought, this will scare bitch. people with this. <laughs> Oh my God, Jesus! You
1: try to guess who I am, you cocksucker! <laughs> ah, I
0: got a little baby voice. Like, What the fuck? It's like, I, why are you I, driving by the airport? What the fuck is going on? I pictured here? the
1: baby from uh, remember um, the Looney Tunes cartoon where he like right. he buys the baby and like the baby's yeah. actually like a gangster. Yeah, vaping and once.
0: Basically, you have a a, a little man situation <laughs> going on here. Oh my but God! But
1: anyway, so. He is tracking Bruce Willis and and he is Bruce Willis is at the bottom of a parking garage and this, uh, this car has gone to the top of the parking garage and is sort of kind of tracking him while he walks, which is filled in a way. There's no possible way he could see, he could see him. No. On the ground. And then somehow manages to perfectly time pushing a car off the edge of the of the parking. also in los angeles do parking garages not have barriers
0: <laughs> he pushes the car through a barrier oh, uh, does he generally, it, looks like, it looks like it just goes right be,
1: over the edge
0: they they would be built in such a way you couldn't just drive through it uh most of them are concrete i don't know how this occurs uh this is the same guy who manages to stuff a rattlesnake in a mailbox
1: yeah nothing comes so- with that <laughs>
0: Nothing comes of that. And it, I, Oh my God, it t- fucking takes forever for that to where he's like looking over at a gardener and, and, and then a, a car goes around the gardener's truck and almost runs him over. You're like, what the fuck?
1: Well, I love, I love that. Like Ruben blades is going, Oh, don't, you know, don't take over that therapy group. They're all crazy people. They're going to kill you. And, uh, and and, and, and then Bruce Will's like, Hey, somebody put a rattlesnake in my mailbox. And Ruben blades are like, ah, that's stupid. Nah, what are
0: you going to do? <laughs> I Almost killed somebody on the train tracks, and Ruben Blaine's like, Well, I told you not to take that Monday group. I mean, these well, we all have to deal with our you know job issues, and this is yours. Uh, yeah, another,
1: another, another great example of the erotic thriller cop who could not be less interested in doing his job,
0: yes, uh, which is why it's so fun when he gets nailed to a piece of wood. Um. <laughs> Oh I, I also love in that scene in which Ruben Blade shows up to the Monday group and it's kind of like, you're telling me you were all sleeping with the same person. You didn't know it. This is highlighted again by a circus calliope.
1: Okay. I, like
0: <laughs> what the fuck? I,
1: I do. I do covet um, Kathleen Wilhoite's, uh, uh lipstick carousel oh that is very <laughs> fancy I, I don't usually wear i don't wear a lot of makeup but i might start if i could get something like that
0: with that kind of apparatus i mean it, you would make time is what it comes exactly. down to i will say m- perhaps my favorite line reading in this whole thing is by jeff cory who is a fantastic character actor he was like a, a real great that guy from the the 50s to the 90s and he's somehow plays Bruce Willis's traveling physician who just happens to stop by in Los Angeles. No, I think, Bruce no, Will-
1: I, no, I feel like he goes to New York and, and then
0: he, the, he goes to New York for just that and comes back. Th- are you fucking th- I th- I kidding
1: me? I think he does. I think he, oh, he oh. goes to, and, and, and then goes back for some reason, which I don't. Oh. There, so it, you
0: escaped it, town. Why are you coming th- back? There
1: are So many opportunities for him to simply just leave. Yeah, and he does not, and and I mean, I get the idea. Is he just, you know? Oh, another another thing I love when after this, like this, you weird, awkward first date they have. She shows (laughs) up again later. He's like, "God, I missed you." (laughs) (laughs) Why? It's it's like you
0: even undress her in public or have an awkward mirror conversation.
1: You had like a forty five minute dinner with them. Come on.
0: Oh yeah, Jesus Christ! Oh my God! You know, I I, I
1: I don't. I can't say I hated this movie. I I am stunned by it. It's just, it's, it's a truly, I've never seen, I've never seen anything like it as, as as, honestly, as many, as as much as it relies on just the dustiest cliches in this genre of movie and, 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 you know, how much it just lifts you, you, uh, with abandon, uh, you, you, Alfred Hitchcock and, and Brian De Palma, I can't say I want to tell people they should watch it, but if you are curious, go ahead and watch it because it, it's so weird. It's yeah. so buckle weird. up! It's
0: two hours and nineteen goddamn it, yeah, minutes. Yeah, it's
1: very long. It, but it just just the the sheer number of quote unquote artsy shots that that Rush tries to to insert no pun intended in this movie. Yeah. <laughs> There is a a moment where they 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 before right before the sex scene starts, and again it starts with the way the best sex starts by them tumbling into the pool. (laughs) um, Because yeah, oh baby, um, Uh where they're kissing, and then the camera just abruptly pulls out really quickly to have them shot in a porthole. Yeah, like like because
0: because of the keyhole line, Did you, every every person sees their life through a keyhole, and then there's a magical keyhole there.
1: It's like they, like Megan described as a Star Wars wipe, and it and it and, and, <laughs> and it totally is like. But but these are like none of these things are used right. Like like I told you, like the split diopter thing is used. You if you if you took a drink for how many times it's used. Mm-hmm. You would you would you would be on the floor by about by about an hour ten,
0: yeah. but it's never I mean, used you,
1: it's never used correctly.
0: Right, this movie sort of typifies that sort of axe cop sort of movie where you can tell like a ten year old is trying to tell you a story. Right, and it there, makes no, you know connection between characters or a plot just things just happen and happen and happen and like i almost got to before when when his therapist in in new york that he travels back to says salmon swim upstream to mate and die and bruce willis goes am i a salmon that's that's the scene it stops after that like holy shit this movie is cool it's just Bonkers. Yeah,
1: and the whole time, let, let's not forget the whole time Jeff Corey is saying this, having this monologue, he is nude in a hot tub.
0: Nude in a hot tub in a, pu- <laughs> in a public gym.
1: Oh, and Bruce Willis just following him around. Just following like, him like, around from
0: machine to machine. And then he
1: just, you just know, strips and gets into a hot tub.
0: As you do. <laughs> oh, God. The only place they don't have a conversation is in the shower. Um, Yeah, I... This movie is wild. Yeah, you I mean
1: you smoke a joint, try to figure out how this how Rose, who doesn't seem like the sharpest knife in the shed, um how she's managed to orchestrate and juggle at least at least 6 different relationships at the same time.
0: How does she have time in the day? Where is she getting the she money also, she to also do mentions, this?
1: She also mentions something about that she's, oh, I'm trying to run a business here. And, and she never mentions what that business is. What, the, a, what
0: business is this? The naked cooking
1: business? At what point she is, well, yeah, we should mention that this sex scene goes on so long, they stop for a meal. and stop for a the
0: fucking thing. meal, in which she prepares a very <laughs> a elaborate meal. steak made. dinner a steak dinner you don't want to you don't want to grill a steak nude and then Uh, then at one
1: point she he comes home and she is making him dinner what appears to be six chicken breasts in the (laughs) background for two people
0: you're gonna need your protein because we're gonna work you like a horse it's like
1: what are you making them leftovers too you're making (laughs) them lunch for a week what are what are we doing here?
0: You're gonna put the rest of this in a broccoli cheese casserole for you.
1: But you know, just try to figure out how any of this would would make sense, and and you yeah. won't be able to, even with the so, use of a flowchart. It's just it's just not happening.
0: So we could talk about this for three more hours, but we can't.
1: <laughs> we, yeah, no, we just don't have time. It's mind boggling.
0: Uh, but we we would be remiss if we walked away from an opportunity to choose our own sex venture and death venture here. So, um, very quickly, of all the cast members, if you were to choose who you would have sex with, who would you choose and why?
1: B, you're starting with me. Yeah. Well, you know, I've heard things about Scott Bakula. Um, no, okay. I've, I've heard things. I've heard things. Uh, well, once
0: you get those boxy clothes off, who knows what's happening. But
1: but there. but he's also really smug. I don't I don't mm-hmm. like that. And he has a very ugly house. I'm not having sex in that house.
0: In <laughs> which someone uh moons him from a police helicopter.
1: I'm not I'm not ha- I'm not uh I'm not having sex in a bed where there are faces carved into the headboard. No, that's no, that's no. a little too the haunting for me. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, Brad Dorf looks all right, but 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 he's he's pretty weird. I mean he's always weird. Yeah. But but he's a little got a little anger management. But he looks
0: like a snack in this movie. Yeah. Like, yeah this he, might be the hottest yeah, he, he ever looked Yeah, yeah Lance
1: Hendrickson ain't looking bad either. You know, he's got No, the-
0: he just is wearing very voluminous sweaters. He's dressed like he's in Zion in the Matrix.
1: I mean, honestly, I guess I'd have to say Bruce Willis because he I,
0: looks great because
1: because because, you know, Jane, you know, Jane March is very attractive, but way too young for me. I and mean, yeah, she's, yeah. she's not too no, young. She's a child. She's not too young for me now. She's like a, she's like a year younger than me. But but, you know, if I'm, looking, <laughs> if I'm looking at like Jane March from my age now, it's like, yeah, you're too young for me. Yeah, um, yeah. But I mean, I'd have to put a hand over his mouth before he's letting out those sex groans because I'm not like Ugh! like he's like lifting furniture or something. Yeah.
0: No, I think you have to go. Bruce Willis looks fan-fucking-tastic in this, and he's acting like a human being. Uh, This would be prime time to get in on that Willis train. Um, Yeah, I I, I agree with you. Although Lance Henriksen and Leslie Ann Warren are pulling up fast. Okay, so now we get to choose our own death venture, where we decide of the deaths portrayed in the movie. Which one would you choose and why? We have Death by by Knife Glove. Uh, being bled out and hung on a hook uh, with SM equipment on, uh, you, know, you know, kudos to Kevin J. O'Connor for putting on that harness that's very brave
1: to be like hung the upside being, down in a sex he, harness. And was he like, was he, was it, were those supposed to be tattoos or was he like draw, I think that, drawn on?
0: Drawn or painted on, yes. Okay. Which... Uh, the talent involved
1: yeah especially is, since the way that especially since the way that it's filmed it appears that uh whoever did that presumably dale did it in about 35 seconds
0: yeah it's yeah it, that's that's very well done for the amount of time or do you want to how does Dale he end gets up a he get, he
1: gets a, a he gets a, a nail gun in the head
0: nail gun to the head so uh gina i choose
1: you to go first i mean honestly the nail gun because that's the fastest i mean uh, you know dr bob's death is pretty prolonged and ultimately he gets taken out by uh, getting, getting a very large piece of glass through his torso and i don't want that
0: yes at which point do you think in their minds they were thinking, oh, we're making an American giallo here? Oh, that's a totally,
1: very totally. And, then, and, uh, and again, the, the black gloved killer, which again, that black glove never shows up again. Never shows up again. Why introduce it if it's so fucking
0: cool? And you're like, I don't have to do this again. Like, <laughs> ugh.
1: So stupid.
0: Yeah, or or you can get launched off of, uh, the international space station of New York. Oh, I don't uh, want that. No, although, no, although she no looks I don't pretty, want that
1: uh, You know, unlike the poor fellow in um, in Halloween Kills, I mean, she looks amazingly intact for uh, for falling, you know, eight hundred floors.
0: Right. <laughs>
1: yes. Yeah, she's just got a little um, bit of bl- she's got a little bit of blood coming out of the mouth. You know, what I mean, yeah,
0: that, But and then there's a pool, so the damage that you can't see is devastating. Um. Yeah. Uh, there's. Um, nail gun is the only sane choice. Um. So. Uh. That does it for this week. Um. You, Gina. Where can people find you on these here internets?
1: I. Um. I write for uh, TVs and movies at. I uh, say TV. I. Jesus. Take that out. Let me. License do
0: that. plates uh, numbers.
1: Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> I'm all on Twitter because <laughs> this young girl made a pass at me. <laughs> I don't know what to do about it. If only she had a penis. Um, No, I write about TV, singularly, and movies at thespool.net. I am on Twitter under Gina Does Things, G-E-N-A Does Things, and uh, I am in a book. I am in a book that just came out. It is called uh, Hear Us Scream, The Voices of Horror. Uh, I have an essay in that, and you can find that on your favorite uh, online book vendor of choice, on the Kindles or the paperbacks.
0: So get them for Christmas, um, buy two of them. <laughs> uh, don't forget that this uh, particular episode of Kill by Kill uh, was brought to you by our one of our first movie sponsors. So that was kind of cool. Uh, of course, you know that because you listened to all of the opening of the podcast. So I won't repeat that information, um, but uh, that's pretty cool. You can find us on the Twits and the Instagrams, the Facebooks, uh, groups, Um, we have all that. Don't forget the t-shirt shop. Um, and next week you're getting a special, uh, release, uh, from the, uh, vault of Patreon. And then we will be back, uh, at the new year with new year's evil. Um, a movie, a movie (laughs) that is a movie.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Believe you me. A movie committed to film. (laughs)
0: <laughs> and really, uh, it exists and you can watch it with uh, real eyeballs. Uh, that's what but that maybe, is.
1: But maybe you shouldn't.
0: <laughs> also, at the end of the month, our Halloween 3 commentary. So get on that. Come join us on Patreon. Lots of cool stuff for you to check out. Uh, until then, don't worry, folks. The sexy body count will continue for myself and for Gina. bye everybody. Bye. Bye. Bye.